Hey, you're listening to the Stir Crazy podcast. This is a verb pod, but not just a verb pod, um, because those are, I mean, they're fun, but it's better to have a great friend. So I brought Stacy back because we needed to talk more about the horror and the ecstasy that is Summer House, now that it's reached the conclusion or near conclusion, the season we're in the reunion phase. There was a lot to get to um, the last few episodes. Um, I wanted to kind of check in with her and see if some of our, our opinions had changed from our initial <laughs> Summer House episode a few months back. I don't know about her yet. You know, we're gonna talk about it, but Mine have gotten worse and I've had some tide changes as well. So with, with, let's just get right into it. Stacy, welcome back to the pod. Everyone, I take back everything I ever said about Hannah. I mean, all the positivity just out the window. But let's let's not blow our loads. So I mean, you know, <laughs> you're an educator. Like if this was like writing, you would tell your students to start, you know, in the intro paragraph and kind of set up your premise. And then every, you know, paragraph after that, you want to using <laughs> words, you want to, you know, um, either prove your hypothesis, or if you're not a strong writer, as I've learned many people are not lately, um, you know, then you just say, um, um, how many more words? Um, um, so we don't want to blow our load, but yes. I've been so horny with hatred for this fucking chick. <laughs> but uh, I'll try to hold on a little bit longer. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having me back. Anytime. I love seeing you. Uh, can't wait till it's you're right next to me Likewise. in the new pods, pod studios. But yeah, we're going to get to Hannah. We're going to get to all of them. I also want to definitely touch upon Des. I hmm. mean, have, okay, here's a question. I already know the answer, but maybe <laughs> I didn't. It, you know, have you ever been attracted to someone with the name Des? Never, and is that short ever. for Desmond? Yes. Do, yeah, right. Unequivocally, no. Never. Yeah. Ever. I had great admiration for Desmond Tutu, but uh, not, you know, not not like sexually. Like I was like, oh, he's a smart man. UN is cool, not horned up for him. So, you know, we'll definitely touch upon Des, I'm sure, at some point because it got brought up lightly in this episode, not so much, but of course, like I said, we'll also be talking about the last few episodes of the season and kind of how things, I don't want to say mature since our first pod, because let's give everyone a reminder, if you're new to the pod, when we initially did our first episode, we were kind of like, wow, like, Hannah's kind of having a rough go at it and trying to make some sense of the dynamic of her and Luke because it seemed very like if they hadn't had sex and they 
you know, it just, we were kind of like, what do we make of it? And of course, early in the season, Hannah was giving us such buzzwords as gaslighting, which is a real thing. I, I'm raising my hand right now. I've, I'm sure I've been gaslit. Uh, it happens to the best of us. So we were kind of giving her some grace and he just destroyed that. So do you yeah, want to kind of give that, your overview of the lot, like the tail end of the season, what stood out to you, you know, Hannah wise, but also with any other characters and we'll kind of go from there. Well, we've got to start with Hannah. Yeah. Um, like you said, we were giving her the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. the Luke stuff and he because yeah. just to sum it up he was I wouldn't say playing her but like playing around with her mm-hmm. um and brought Ciara to the house of course and that was the tip of the iceberg in these last yeah. few episodes it really hit home that Hannah is so absolutely against taking any responsibility any self-reflection see any part she has in anything and and she's not just neutral like I'm not gonna take any responsibility she really really twists the other person's involvement what they did what they said etc so then her boy uh guy she was seeing at the time who became mm-hmm. her boyfriend when he was there these fame hungry little pieces of shit i think famous or three- stand up comedian right never heard of he, you ever no he was you know based on extensive research he was mm-hmm. on dancing with the stars ireland he's irish wait 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 that's some tea <laughs> wait. he really was did I, was I stoned? I must have missed that. Can you give us the tea? Yes. Des, Des, right? Des Bishop? Bishop, right? Um, Isn't he from Queens? He's Irish? He's Irish. He was on Dancing with, yeah, Dancing on the Stars? Dancing with the Stars? Dancing, dancing something. Schmucks on the thing, yeah. Dancing um, genie mys, Jeezy's, what else? <laughs> what else? Uh, um, this comes out, you know, all the podcasts or the after shows or the mm-hmm. recap shows or blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where I first heard it. And it's, it's, uh, it's been proven true, again, through extensive research. Um, and Wait, then- like he's off the boat, like... Hey, of gold is at the end of the rainbow, like like that I, Irish, I or like of Irish descent. I think he's of Irish descent, but heavily identifies and and is is clearly contributes very highly to Irish society. If he's on a dancing reality so, show, there. so what you're saying is he might in popular Irish culture, along with the you know IRA the Irish Republican army. <laughs> um, and of course you too. Both are having a moment. So he's like over there in the homeland, he might be like, it's like Bono and then him. <laughs> Got it. 
Thank you for that information. Now that we've cleared that up. I needed it because I was very confused. Like stand-up comedian, never heard of you. In the New York, I thought he was from Queens. What up? Okay. So yeah. So by that time, also, we should say, by the time that Des comes into the picture or she's like, also, I don't know about you. This is where my age is maybe showing, where I'm like, get off my lawning. Did not enjoy the phone sex that they 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 were like a part of, like before he came and visited the house, like boob pictures, like talking dirty. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I love seeing people hook up on Summer House. Yeah. Their hookup was so gross. Disastrous. And I, when they had sex in Kyle and Amanda's bathroom, I want you to know, first thing I thought to myself was, if that was Stacy's bathroom, she would be so pissed. I know you. You don't even like people get it. Like, yeah, I know you would not. If you had seen that, you'd be like, what the fuck? And you would be mad. And I was thinking about this a lot today. Mm-hmm. Hannah herself. Yeah. If she was another person and Hannah was friends with Hannah, she would hate everything that she is doing right now. If really? somebody yeah. hooked up in her bathroom, even if it was the person's first time seeing their guy in six weeks or whatever, Everything she's doing these last few episodes, yeah. If she was on the other, if she was Paige or if she was Amanda, anybody else, yeah, she would be so she'd be yelling at this person the whole time. And listen, we're all hypocrites. No we've all done it. We've we've all of done course, it at one course. time. Again, raising my fucking hand. I'm sure you have too. Totally. Like, but old, but sober us. And if you're not the like most people. I think normal people would kind of feel like that's my property. That's my like, like Amanda. And I hate giving Amanda any credit for making a cogent point. But like Amanda said, like, I like wash my face there. Like my tooth, like, yeah, I would be bugged out. I would be, I would definitely, definitely be bugged out. So is this a common experience that the only time really that, we've all hooked up in a bathroom is wasted during a house party, like in our teens and maybe early college years. Or the time that I had sex with (laughs) at the Mandala bathroom. But I also had sex with him in the alley that night. And we were in our early twenties. Yeah. You mean last year. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) No, not in the last year. Not I was, like I was not. Yeah, no, 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 no. Des is what forty five. Come on. I think the person beep beep. I think he was wasn't he in his thirties and we because I was we were younger. He was four years older than us because he was a fresh or we were freshmen when he was a senior and I had a crush on him. Long story for another time, but. <laughs> But he was a not like a conquest, like made it happen a couple of times. Check. Um, thanks. Boop, 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 boop. 
was like, I can't wait till we date. And I was like, I got to go at like four in the morning, but those are my old days. But yeah, okay. So back to that, like, yes, I had sex. Yes, public sex was more um, 20s for sure. Like that was funner. Like now you're like, no. Or very rarely, maybe a little HJ, a little rub and tug, you know. Interesting. I might have phased out of public. It's okay. If you oh, well, have, pandemic, like, pandemic has fucked everything up. Pandemic, it's like your workspace is your home. It, yeah, that's yeah. again, yeah. that's a totally different topic. But yeah, like, <laughs> like so. The word um, that I would like to use for Hannah that became like crystallized for me is manipulative. There is just some really, the Luke stuff like was just bizarre for a long time. I'm like, I don't get this, but they resolved it kind of. So, you know, obviously their relationship has not been the same. And kind of rightfully so. Still, you know, Luke's not absolved. I mean, he has he has a hand to play. And I think if Hannah hadn't buried herself with like an anvil on her chest, almost like um, Luke would have had a harder season mm -hmm. than it started. Like it started out, he's in the hot seat and everyone's kind of playing Hannah's game. But then she starts manipulating. And then not only does she start manipulating about Luke, but then her bad relationship with Kyle starts getting like really manipulative. For instance, I want to ask you about, which I just re-remembered, Hannah and Luke, or sorry, Hannah and Kyle yeah. have a talking to one another after a lot of like fights and Amanda throwing a cup at her, which was not cool, but the whole thing was just so weird. Like Hannah was kind of hyping people up and pissing people off, but her and Kyle finally have a sit down, just one-on-one -on -one, and it's going kind of good. And then Hannah starts comparing Kyle to her that poor relationship or the things about her father that traumatized her, which right. is real stuff. We're not sitting on that. I'm not invalidating her experience there, but here's where I am gonna invalidate her. Kyle rightfully is like, wow, this is kind of interesting that you're putting me into the same context as your father. And Hannah stops and goes from being kind of like, open, vulnerable, having an, a conversation about why they're where they are to, you know what? Don't talk about my father. It was the weirdest thing. Even for a crazy person like me, the like, I, I, I was like, wait, again, I was stoned when I watched the, that episode, but I was like, I remember watching that and being like, wait, did she what? just like, what like what? Just, like fuck you don't talk about my father and he wasn't being this was the first time of the season or of my summer house like ingestion that I was like wait a minute Kyle didn't do anything wrong there yeah. that was weird 
So I want you to speak to that. What do you think about that? It was a very, very what? Um, Speaking of being manipulative on one of the after shows or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. that aired that she was on immediately after that episode aired. It mm-hmm. was one of the, it was probably Andy Cohen, I'm sure, was one yeah. of the first people to ask her, like, girl, what explained just what you said? Like, where was that connection? Where did you come off? And she said, like, she laughed about it. Yeah, I, you know, it was just getting tense. We had already been in the house for three or four weeks and pandemic brain was kicking in and everyone no. was going nuts. And I just, I, saw my housewives moment and I just went with it absolutely you're not Portia you know like you can't do that you know like yeah this is where the the fame has gone to her head I rewatched the entire season as I am wont to do much to my husband's pleasure because he just loves the show so much and loves me watching it um so as I rewatch the season, if you go back, there's not one conversation that Hannah Hannah has, mm-hmm. either one on one or Hannah and a group, that she doesn't turn into a big ass fight. Not yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it are you trying to make good TV or are you actually going through some shit and really upset? Um I think she fucking sucks because this is someone who sold herself. And Mm -hmm. I think she was genuine at the time, but she um, really sold herself and made her name for herself because her podcast is all about mental health. Oh, and see, I still haven't listened to her. Yeah. She, when she was in her early years, young teens, whatever, was a super competitive, super successful tennis player. And her dad was her coach, like you said. So that's where the really difficult part of their relationship came in because she would sometimes want him to be her dad when he was being her coach which I, was, I i i different uh-huh. but my dad is a doctor and there was times when i wanted my dad to react to things in my life just as my dad and not give me like medical advice or psychological reading of things so i exactly like there was like you know, I'm coming from a catch-up phase. Like, you've yeah. watched this. And I just, like, because of pan- the pandemic, I was like, I need a new kind of a new thing. And everyone had, you know, I had always been like, who is this Hannah Burner? I see the name everywhere, but I'm not yeah. really familiar. And I really have grown a weird affinity to it. the show. Like, it is the most... Of all the franchises, of all Bravo's entertainment television, it is really one of the dumbest things ever. But yet, there's just something <laughs> really like fun and redeeming about it too, or just it's like the perfect, the perfect, exactly. Especially it's the prior fun. seasons without pandemic, like like watching them during the pandemic, I was like, oh, that looks like a who and you know having family from new york and knowing the kind of hamptons culture i was like that must be so much fun to be a young um not a yuppie young urban professional but whatever this millennial culture but 
you know, not doing nothing, but kind of making it in in New York and then being a part of the younger Hampton set. Like it was a it it drew me in. And so I was just like, and so when I was watching the previous seasons and when Paige and Hannah came on, yeah, I was like, how fun are they? Like, or especially Hannah. Like Paige yes. like, mm, like Paige had more personality the previous seasons. Yeah. Although it looks like she gets a little bit of it back. Um, this week's um, reunion, her and Danielle seem to go at it and I cannot wait to watch it. But um, yeah, like she's very Switzerland, which is something I made a comment about. And she talks about it on the reunion but I'm like, Paige of Switzerland, why do we like Paige on the cast at this point? So I'm gonna ask you, Stacey, do you still like Paige at this point? And if so, why do you like Paige still at this point? Speak your truth, you know, what Great. do you feel? Good question. I know you're, you're a fashionista, so you love Paige because she's the fashion girl and I, yes. I like her and for of, a, of a totally different generation it's like insight very audrey hepburn but the kids of the now yeah. yeah yeah totally stuff that we would never recognize i would say well i wouldn't i won't put no. you in that no. um so she's watchable kind of for eye candy and then i still think she every so often gives us kind of a deadpan, straight up good um, recap of a, not recap, a good um, insight into a situation. I would agree with that. Like, I think her most commanding performances this season at least <laughs> are her confessionals. Yeah. Maybe because that's where she doesn't have to be Switzerland. Or she feels like she doesn't have to be Switzerland, she, but like she caps on people and it's like the kind of shade you and I feel, I feel like when we were hanging, if we are hanging out or when we're talking on here, we would give that same shade like, oh, like, <laughs> like the looks or the, the names for people or like, I mean, I loved her when she met Ciara. She's like, she's Naomi Campbell and Mother Teresa, like, Perfect. I mean, that's a moment. That's what we like. We like those kind of like quips. Paige gives good reads. Yeah. The kids would say. And yeah. and she doesn't too much shy away from reading herself as well. Like yeah. once in a while, you're like, oh shit. She just said I blah 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 blah. Whatever. Or I or like remember when they're like trying to watch the fight or whatever and they're all slithering on the um the balcony or whatever and the girls are all like close to each other and she whispers yeah. that or this isn't a set like passion again <laughs> like it was just like they're like they're trying to do surveillance on Kyle getting in a fight right with Hannah and like so all the girls are like on this balcony because they know they can overhear them. And Paige is like, you like this outfit? It's a set. 
like keeping her brand alive, always branding her influencer because yeah. she's an influencer, like a fashion influencer, right? We're a young person, hot person thing. Um, her relationship this season, it seems non-existent with the no, boyfriend. I you think, won't even, you won't I think even it's really bringing it. her down. Yeah. I think that's Maybe really that's bringing her down. I think yeah. that's why her light is dim. She, she knows it's over. She's just doesn't want to pull the trigger yet, but I think that's really stifling her sassy. Which also, I mean, that's relatable because if I think back to our younger selves, I mean, how many relationships did we stay in probably way longer than we should? <laughs> too, too many? Many. Not too many. Let's just say. Well, only one. I've only been in two relationships in my whole life. Yeah. I'm a virgin. The, the end. The end. But um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get back to Hannah because like oh yeah, yeah. yeah let me let me finish this yeah break part. it down she she sold herself and she was really likable and I think it was genuine because of her um, competitive experiences with tennis her relationship mm -hmm. with her dad she went through many years of therapy and yeah. kind of just a few years before they started the show started to get into podcasting about mental health. And okay. sharing, she was really open and honest with her experiences, what she had learned through therapy. So every guest on each episode of her podcast was a different guest. And this is know, not were, giggly, giggly. No, um, burning, burning in hell. Sorry, I can't I, say giggly squad without like. We're too old to I mean, even what, what am I? Who am I to say shit? I have a fucking podcast called Stir Crazy or The Verb Pod, but I mean, the no. content's good, so go fuck yourself, people. I, you know, I give quality. you the it's quality. I give you the fucking quant content you desire, but like Giggly School, Giggly, I can't even say it, Giggly Squad, I, and that was a Kyle reference, right? Is that my understanding? He yes. called them the giggly squad because they're always with their bed sores. Good moment, Andy Cohen. You're shady ass. <laughs> Do you have bed sores because you guys are always in bed? Is it? A, yeah, it's it's from there. So yeah, For that real. was good. For Andy, real. You, you, Andy, you did that as the kids also <laughs> say, right? Um. I want to jump around, but I yeah. do want to make uh, something that in my notes, I want to make a point is the biggest font. And it is Hannah's outfit is awful. Always. Which one? Hannah's reunion. So like I said, we're going to jump around. So, so kids just bear with us. A lot of high fashion, except for Paige, who's obviously the most put together and one of the more wealthy people. Mm -hmm. I think I, you know, people are giving kudos to Amanda's look. I'm not gonna go there. I mean, sure, if you like like Athleta, like what would you call that look? Okay, just today, what mm -hmm. I was listening to something, of course, mm -hmm. podcast, and I heard that this is all the rage amongst the 
TikTok crowd right now, this mesh turtleneck type thing, long sleeves and mm -hmm. slick back hair in a pony or a braid. So I think that's Amanda's very just trendy and of the times. I, I liked her braid. Thank you for the insight podcaster because Thank you. The TikTok I was like, crowd could be on Mars for all I know. I have no idea what's going on there, but apparently it's all the rage. So solve that mystery. Her hair was good. <laughs> I just did like everyone was giving her kudos and I'm like, I do have an astigmatism and mixed <laughs> um, prescription and I don't wear my glasses, but I feel like it's just a weird textured blob of athleisure um but you know um live your truth beloved as always as i like to say also um tiara is gorgeous but her outfit seemed very much um last minute macy's uh contempo casual kind of very. like little party dress ciara and luke for mm -hmm. being models their yes. off-duty style leaves so much to be desired. I can't, Thank you I can't. So much for bringing that up. One of my bullet points, Luke has no style personally for a model. Um, just glad you got the hair cut. cut. You got rid of the man bun for Andy. We're, we're thankful he, for that. He got a little bit of new face. He got a few injectables. God, he needed it with all the wood, you know, chopping <laughs> and shit. Um, Kyle is, was true to his, like, style. Like, I think he was... Carl looked also true to his style. White. Carl never not in a white pant. Always. As a woman who has had nightmares since middle school of white pants um uh you're a better man and you are a true man than me carl but like sure it's fresh it's clean literally but oh god like i <laughs> we won't go there oh god middle school um everyone except for Paige did not nail it for me and i was just but hannah especially what the makeup was bad uh as my hair is in my face like the hair was just like in the face um overly tan and it I don't think it was natural but like pages looks like it was her natural like you know Italian kind of skin olive as I look at it look at this yeah. one Lauren's oh, background Lauren's background is such that she is sitting on the couch in between Paige and Hannah at their end. What Hannah? Did you go into your bubby's like fucking like um costume jewelry collection? What are those earrings? Funny. She's got pearls and bows and all oh. in one chandelier earring. Wait, give I I'm gonna set uh. you up. Speaking of pearls. Paige again at the reunion with one of the best lines. Hannah, congratulations on the engagement. Andy Cohen says, blah, 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 like the ring, blah, blah, blah. And what does Paige say? Originally, Hannah wanted to get engaged with a pearl necklace. 
And everyone on what? the stage was like, and then huh? Andy makes the comment as we all were feeling when we saw it. He's like, no one's going to make a comment about the pearl necklace. And everyone's like, I mean, we were all thinking it. Oh, oh, oh. It's so Right. But Paige then says, oh, no, I'm being, I'm being serious. What? What? Like, yeah, because you get engaged by here. I want to spend my life with you. Here's a pro. That's such a that's like my mom for temple. Don't you want to put on a pearl mat and like don't eh, you want to you like ten? Yes. I'm like no. Still do not want the pearl necklace, mom. This '80s ice skater prom dress. I, I mean, don't know. Was Hannah trying to be Paige? Yes. And like, okay, you know how they do the people getting, they gave them a, a more elevated reunion this season, I guess. And so they got, they did the, you know, the getting ready shots that are very like on trend for Housewives and, and Southern Charm, their bigger franchises. I really would say, I'm sure the, the um, summer house every year, I, it feels like it's gotten more, promotion and it's it, it's garnering a lot of popularity um but you know uh was it who was it oh yeah like Paige is like I'm here to like tell people that Hannah's not a bitch. Hannah's not a bitch she's not a bitch but she's a big ass manipulator she's and she has uh, more work here's a fair statement she has more work to do in her therapy as we all do like I I'm in therapy and I have more work to do. Like you, it's an ongoing process. And I would say maybe because of her age, partially like How Hannah, you she? have some, I feel like she's like, yeah, do a goog. Yep. And while you do a goog, I want to um, bring some stuff up. So as I was saying earlier, if Hannah hadn't just like totally like de devolved into just like almost like a a cartoonish like foil, twenty nine, okay. Oh, and she's a Leo. She has Des is forty five. Yeah, I already have my. Have I told you my hypothesis? Des and Hannah are not going to get married. They're not going to end up getting married. I think it's all for the show. Yeah, I do too. Um, it benefits them both. But so as I was saying earlier, if Hannah hadn't devolved into this like cartoonish villain of sorts, right? Luke really did not do himself any favors. And at the reunion, you are reintroduced to the fact that he did himself no favors. Um, especially in terms of all the Hannah stuff aside, the Ciara stuff who he did genuinely have a dating relationship, it's not a love relationship or whatever, but he brings the girl to the house. That's some fucking mess. That's some Marie Kondo, like I like mess, you know, mess. <laughs> And then it comes out on the reunion that when they dated, um, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack. 
Tiara lets us, the viewer, know a few things. Okay, there was a few conversations. Um, yeah. First of all, when talking about sexual intercourse with Luke, he said something, it was very cryptic to me. Uh, and so I wanna know if you read, what you read between the lines. He said something about he uses his imagination a lot. Yeah, he's, he's very creative. Okay, right. But then after the fact, he became abstinent for quite a long time, which then makes me ask you, Stacy, question. <laughs> Luke can fuck. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's something. I'm. I think she was trying to be polite in her way, but be shade, like give shade to the sexual encounters. Although, do some right? Like she, she's like my second um, after my second trip to Minnesota. I became absent for for a quite a long time. Now, I feel like that's her saying, like, she says it's because it was a rebound. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've broken up with people. And I've realized I was, like, dating someone, but I still was hung up on someone previously. And let me tell you, I fucked just fine. And I just had casual encounters until I found somebody that I either got over the person or I probably got back with the person that was still, I was rebounding from at some time. I found that whole dialogue very curious. So I wanted to get your perspective Absolutely. on Absolutely. No matter what you're going through emotionally mm -hmm. or intimacy wise, Physically, if it's good, not even good. If it's decent, decent, you're, you're like, not, okay, thank you, sir. Thank you for something, but I'm not gonna go be abstinent for a year or whatever she said. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. it must have been so bad, so bad. But then counter, <laughs> I love my note. Point counterpoint. Yes, but also. Going back to um, what we saw in the season, Ciara is the most beautiful woman in the house. Paige, most beautiful woman ever. Yeah, she's so pretty. Paige is out there too. But um, I said in my notes, Ciara is the hottest slob ever because she had like <laughs> always like clothes and all this stuff on her bed. The, the sleeping in the middle of it was just. So, okay, I don't know about you, but my mom, who is obviously sometimes in my head, my mom imparted a few things on me that sticks with me. One of them is when you get up within a reasonable amount of time, usually right away, make your bed because it frames yes. your day, right? Yes. Like it, it mentally, it, it 
gets you like in a frame of mind, like you're an attack the day, your, your mind is not um, cluttered, right? So then to have the bed also be like, it's like she never unpacked. There's a lot of mental illness going on. <laughs> her her bed is her suitcase. Her bed is her office. Her bed is her like dinner uh, dining room yeah. table. Yeah, she eats there, sleeps there, works there, hangs out there, talks to people. It's so like m- makes my skin crawl. Yeah, it it's, just seems like there's something so, weird, right? She is somewhat upfront about it. Like, hey. I just got off of however many months being a nurse at the inception and rough ride of the, let's say, COVID, first half yeah. of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And she witnessed so much death. That's true. And, you know, so that just. So you're going to give her a, you're going to give her a mulligan for that. A total sorts. still disgusts me to no end, but. <laughs> I give her a total pass. Just just even trying to fathom what she came off of being in the ER for those months and months. I mean, just. I, I want to agree with you. And again, to all of our brave men, women, nurses, doctors, thank you so much. But I don't know. I can't get off of the <laughs> fucking um, mental illness on her bed. And I then coupling with the inter like the the exchange about Luke and the mm. the sex i have to ask the question is there a correlation between her like slobbery and maybe some issues she might have sexually what if she also is a bad lay and, and Luke, and is, Luke a is a bad lay oh. or they're a bad lay together, but I don't know. I'm thinking there might be some bad sexery. Two oh my ways. gosh. They're so also like they're so hot individually. They're so hot together. I don't want to believe it's true. Yeah. We have to believe at least one of them is good. Oh, <gasps> Oh, what a pity. A hot person also not being hot in bed. I just Okay, so she she's hot and smart and he's hot and dumb. So maybe there's (laughs) just really is like maybe she overthinks it and maybe he thinks he's can get he's used to getting by on the fact that he is a very attractive like person. So maybe it's like Maybe and he's just been shittiest. having bad sex with other dumb girls who don't but they're, get it but or don't he, care. Because he dates down. Yeah. And so totally. the women maybe, except for Ciara and this ex-girlfriend that he's hung up on, whomever she is, maybe usually women are so in ad, admiration that they get the chance to have sex with him, that they are are just so like like enamored with him but maybe he really is a lazy lover if luke was 
how old is he? Let's say around 30. 30, I think. Yeah. And if I was like, let's say 21 or 22. Oh, I'd be like, I would definitely. How did I die and go to heaven? I, yeah. I get to like ride on his abs. Yeah. It would be the coolest, the coolest. Now the ghosting cool. thing though. Okay. So Ciara lets us know that. Oh, yeah. She Luke not only so okay she's asked she's like traumatized abstinent after the fact right but then on top of that Luke then I guess we find out at, when he gets to talk that um he ghosts her after the second time she visited him in Minnesota but then how did he get her to come to the house? There, there seems to be some missing information, but we'll, we'll play along. Okay. Mm. So she said that he um, ghosted her and um, including totally um, blocked her on all social media. Now, I had something in my personal life Similarly, but the person was still reaching out to me via text for quite for a long time after. But have you, A, I guess, have you ever have you ever been ghosted by someone? And then like, I mean, who do we believe here? And I don't know. A lot of things just don't make sense about that. I have been ghosted by someone. Yeah. That, I mean, it was pretty casual dating. See, mine was the opposite. opposite. It, mine was a, um, a very... Um, Relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Deleted me, like blocked, not just deleted me, but blocked me from his personal Instagram, but then continued to text me. Right. I mean, and isn't it funny though? Those two know each other, but <laughs> that person and I were dating. Like, yeah. Truly dating. For real. For real, for a long time. And I mean, I was in love with this person and this person claimed to love me too but they had moved and uh to a different state and but they were coming home often to see see me not just me but they also had family back here and we saw each other uh same old like you know uh hung out went on dates were in, you know were intimate left where he was staying because he didn't have a place anymore central you know like whatever i think he had an airbnb when he came back into town or whatever and everything was fine we got we had a little bit of like a weird moment but you know he was a weird guy sometimes we'd have weird little fights but nothing like i'm like oh this is the end of the you know and then of, he of contact yeah, yeah. Well, but right before that, on his personal Instagram, he shared like a pretty personal thing about something he was deciding to do to his body, a vasectomy. Oh. 
which we had never discussed. And then that's when he blocked me right after that. But then he continued to, to uh, contact. But then at that point, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> because we have, you know, we were in, I thought, a serious enough uh, relationship where you would have that conversation with your person. But I, because I don't remember, did it come out to be the same or similar to Luke's situation where the reason he ghosted CR, the reason that he gave was mm-hmm. because he was dating someone new and thought it would be like inappropriate to still be in contact with Ciara, which is really him saying, I was a fucking pussy to tell her, hey, I'm dating someone new. Or not just a pussy, but hey, I still want to keep her somewhere on the back burner if I can. Was your situation similar? Because my ghosting situation was exactly the same. Yours, we literally were at a bar. Got him. But I will say, with our friend Ciara, whoa, everything. <laughs> Worlds colliding. Hey, hey, dummy men, don't fucking hoe on a girl that you're dating in the same neighborhood that you know that the girl <laughs> hangs out with because I lived in He's that gonna neighborhood. He's going to walk right in. But that one was, oh so bad. Um, in my situation, I don't have a hundred percent. Like I've, I've done my due diligence, AKA I'm a woman. And I've, all I know is that eventually this person that I had been involved with has a bar in the state that they moved to. And my understanding is he started a bar with a woman that is either now his partner or was his partner sometime but it's just weird because at a time he had wanted me to move to that state so i don't know how that would have worked if i had actually been a dumb enough person to be like yeah so i mean to this day i don't have a but i have heard from that person not it's 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 trailed off, but um, he still after that fact, he still would come into town and he would try to hang out with me. But I had moved on with my I mean, now husband. Yeah, it 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 never hurts to know that someone that ghosted you or whatever kicks also, about it. Hey, well, I mean, all I know is dummy. Just because you blocked that one Instagram account, you know, <laughs> there's other ways incognito mode on a what, you know, I mean, well, and when there's YouTube, when there's YouTube's about the bar and your partners and what oh, you're doing right. up there, like, yeah, like, like there's you- stories about like, oh, blah, 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 open this blah, blah, blah bar on blah, blah, blah street with blah, with- blah, blah 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 this woman's name and blah 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 but we don't know but all i know is that i don't know i mean i don't know i but to this day i but if you know me like i usually can put keep it pushing but that one was a 
like I I that was the one person I was like so was it not real or like was there it's it was a confusing thing whereas this Ciara and Luke thing was not like that it seems like both of them were on the same page my ghosting and also your ghosting you were dating this person for not as long as I have. I would say been with, but, much more but, casual, much more right, casual. Right, right, right. But you guys spent a lot of time together, like consistent yeah, we time. Had fun. Yeah, yeah, we had super fun. It sucked, but yeah, I no, mean, but also we literally caught him. <laughs> like, I mean, it all we're at a bar out. and then turned to our left in the a booth, booth, the booth next to us. And I, I do want to say two <laughs> things. Give him the best, um, you know, it was the Oscars the other week, Stacey. Best, like, uh, pretending not to know that we're seeing him. Award goes to that person that you had been dating because he didn't want to, like, let the ex-girlfriend, I guess, new girlfriend, ex, ex, and, ex re, and ex, redo, yeah, right? Yeah, he didn't want her to like smell what the rock was cooking, so he can't be like, let's like right away, let's get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, so he's that uncomfortably for a good fifteen to twenty when we're just like all, all three of us, like, what the fuck, huh? That's the same night. Then literally, the person, boo boy, boo, walked in, and you. I introduced you to Pooh that night. Oh Ooh. my God. You know, date that accidentally bathroom, bathroom 911, blah, 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 came in before he had to go to his work at that time. Wait, and I was like, blah, blah, blah. This is my friend Stacy. Yes, you met. Wait, the story yeah. that I told on a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, <laughs> that was a very that was a hype night for you. But in the same sure. token, your ghoster. Yeah, I tell you every time I see your ghoster, not the bathroom situation, but the ghoster. <laughs> he also asks about you. And he tells me how dumb he was, which he's, he was. He was. Like, and he's he like, was. and on top of that, he, I didn't talk to him for a very long time. As a friend, I was just like, no, I vouch for you. That's one of my best friends. You don't do that to her, you know, and I'm mad at you. And I didn't talk to him for like a good, like year and a half. I'm so mad, but like, yeah, it's one of those usually like, ghosting like either can be like oh that sucks but like I'm but if it's somebody you were actually like connected to it's yeah it's a and thing then, and you never quite get the answer speaking of the other yeah <laughs> oh yeah the the um what did we call it the upper deck yeah. decking story yeah. um then I a couple I think we hung out like one or two times after that incident. And then I ghosted him. But sorry. It was traumatizing. <laughs> I couldn't stay. All I know is ghost, <laughs> ghost, are, ghost people. 
whether it's like casual and then you ghost or especially if it's like like deep relationship or getting to be like no that's fucked up you know like seriously up. like have and some so, balls yeah or yeah i mean i have no it's one of those one rare situations in my life i i don't i don't i don't pretend to know the answer of why it happened like that it just seems so abrupt because it had been so many years but no that your yours was serious i hope you're well where well i guess you're in your bar probably right now drinking yeah and i hope you are miserable without me but moving on (laughs) (laughs) moving Um, on yes so going back to luke for a second um and then actually let's bring in the other characters or humans they're not characters i mean everyone was shitting on hannah rightfully so like i said she really came out the tail end of the season just mm-hmm. totally unlikable mm-hmm. but why do you feel like Lindsay especially seemed very annoyed with hannah what is you know, your feedback? This is that? where my this is where my love of rewatching past seasons comes in. Mm-hmm. So really go back and see where where was the seed planted? Yeah, um, I need to know because that was intense. I will say, and hear me out, folks. <laughs> Lindsay Hubbard, Lindsay Hubhouse Hubbard, certainly gets activated on a freaking dime. She goes from zero to 100 in two seconds for things that might seem in, insignificant. Okay. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm aware. Yeah. I, I still also, have not had a heal. Like she has not captivated my heart. Okay. But. I have an undying love. I know. It's so crazy. Lindsay Hubbard. And I will say again, if you, have the time and and enjoy this silly show and you want to go back and rewatch look at everything Lindsay says this girl does not lie she's crazy she overreacts she feels things she does not lie she does not lie and I do recognize that about her but I will say and I'm gonna I'm I have some um rebuttals to whatever you're gonna say yeah, because yeah i have my notes but she does not lie and i do like that about her now realistic expectations oh. that's a completely different thing but she would be the first to admit it yes i think mm-hmm. she's somewhat aware <laughs> somewhat um so going back and watching she was pretty friendly with hannah for a while and then when the like fractures or started happening between Hannah, Amanda, and Paige, and slowly you start to see Hannah do what she does on a 10 now, which is have a conversation with someone or have a situation. And then immediately after, Hannah goes and recounts the situation to an ally of hers, but she doesn't just overindulge the situation. She completely flips the script. She rewrites history and she retells it how she wants it 
I feel like Lindsay was one of the first people to sort of start to put her finger on, oh, Hannah's manipulating. Manipulate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So last season or two seasons ago, they all blurred together now. But mm-hmm. I, Lindsay was one of the first. And I think that has just grown and she's just sick of it by now. And then Danielle, who's usually not Switzerland, but Danielle's like the forgotten man. Like she doesn't <laughs> get to do the after, sh- like watch what happens live at all, like this season. Like, is she that like benign of a tumor? I mean, it's like, she really is just like, kind of like drying paint, but she was activated in number one. And as we said, it looks like she and um, Paige go head to head um this week as well that like and I know Lindsay and um Danielle are best friends so maybe that was a part of it but um it it was just like Lindsay was just like like really in her yellow and also uh, I don't know about you but this is how I feel yeah blonde people aka like polish blonde people especially like Taylor Swift that wear yellow, they look like Big Bird. Will you confirm or deny that? Listen, Lindsay's fashion choice um, was, was a little dr- Big Bird-esque. Dreadful, dreadful, One dreadful. of the many misses, yes. Yes, uh, I love a hub house till the day I die. The yellow body. She has a thick body. Gorgeous. What's going on with the entire cast that in in regular life, daily life, they all, you know, in casual clothes and semi-dressed up to go to bar. They They all look pretty good. Yeah, and they all Mm -hmm. look pretty good going to the bar. They look good at home. You know, they're they're I don't know if I'd say super fashionable, but they look good. Fashionable for their set. Like they're trying to look the reunion, kind of though? very like high school, like, you know, certain people like to dress a certain way when we went to high school and then other people, you know, like, you know, V-neck sweater vests, like very hip, you know, in high school, <laughs> anoraks, First to, uh, you know, oh, yes. that's the Bernal, the king of the anorak, oh, <laughs> oh we love those. but you know what I'm saying? Love like, it. They're in their kind of their network of and their age group. Yeah, they're on trend for their except for Paige who's life of and course. her livelihood is to be excelling in the, oh, the fashion lane. What were they all on when they were picking outfits for this reunion? When they go to functions in the Hamptons that are fancy evening, fancy day, they all look good what mm-hmm. happened here why why it does not compute did not translate well i mean i think it's one thing they're not old enough and they're not of the wealth um bracket yet that like they don't get like things pulled for them they can't like have like curve legere like like you know <laughs> do a band-aid wrap dress you know like pull stylist or you know and I'm I bet like I bet their budge is like for hair and makeup like glam like that's probably they put it put a budget into like getting hair and makeup 
but they didn't quite have enough for a stylist and it showed. <sighs> and it was tragic. It was a, it was a goddamn tragedy. Let me just tell you. Dreadful, okay. Dreadful. So I wanted to touch upon also, um, going back to like podcasts. Yes. So Carl, this episode was kind of on the quiet side. I think again, this week, uh, he tells more about, you know, his battle with like, you know, drinking and, you know, the loss of his brother, which was awful. Yeah. But Carl does stick it to our, our least favorite person, Hannah, because, and I actually heard this specific episode and um, I'm going to ask you if you did, Carl confronted Hannah about being on the Danny Pellegrino's uh, podcast. Danny yeah. Pellegrino is in the Bravo universe, like one of the top, like um, Bravo podcasts, like celebrity, like celebrity podcasts. Like he has a good rapport. He's funny, all this stuff. Um, He's not my favorite. I like him. His posts are good. Thank you for pointing out his uh, his love for the Simpsons sisters, um, especially Ashley, who <laughs> different joke for a different time. But but yeah, like very funny. But he's not my very. I I think that I'm leaning more towards your what watch what crappens people and yeah, thoughts. Danny. Danny's almost too sweet. He's so lovely. Yeah, so lovely, I don't like he's his. So nice. I don't like his podcast until he has a guest. His his solo, like no shade but shade. Like I don't want a full Danny pod. Like I verb pod sometimes. Like yeah, I yeah. I don't his stories don't move me, but uh, he has good interviews and he has good rapport with all the franchises and such. And I did hear the one with him and Paige, him, Paige and Hannah, where Hannah was really feeling herself. I don't know if she was drunk, but she was spilling tea. And on that episode, she um, alleged that um, Carl had been notoriously snorting Adderall. Now, this is something I did in middle or high school. So, and I know that it's a, it's, it's done. Like it's a, a college kind of thing, right? Totally but college. also you don't need to snort it. What I also learned is if you just take one or two and drink, it's, you're, you're fine. So you don't need to snort it, but that could be a part of a bigger issue and maybe we'll get to that um, this week. But Carl, though, despite whatever demons he has, he was not happy about that. And uh, really well, mad. so you heard that same podcast, no? Yeah, you did. Yes. And being a summer house head. Mm -hmm. Summer, as uh, Lars says, summer hive, we ride. Yeah. Part yeah. of the summer house hive. Mm -hmm. um, for years and years, um, there have been, I, what do we say? Not rumors, but chatter and whatever that they all do. Oh, I mean, allegedly, if they don't allegedly do coke, I would be very surprised. I mean, the bodies are so tight and so hot. You cannot drink and eat that much and be naturally so freaking 
hot. Not only that, but let's be real, especially in the East Coast where last call is four in the morning or six, you know, a bar closes at six. Probably in the Hamptons, I think it closes at four. But like, if you're like schmoozing and do and you're at the bar and then you're after partying at your place and it looks like they have a lot of late nights, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, you're either on, you either have an Adderall hookup or both, like a Coke hookup. Absolutely. But Carl was really like, something about it really pissed him off. You know, um, they mentioned it on the most recent reunion, but I've been thinking it for a while too. And I, let me start by saying, preface this by saying, oh. I'm a huge fan of seasons one and two as well. I um, hated those in, twins. Okay. I know a lot of people did, but. What were their the, names? The Workus, the Workus twins, Lauren and Ashley Workus, AKA the Workus Ew. Circus. <laughs> they were a circus. I mean, yeah. I ride for my friends. You know, I am loyal to the soil, but this, the the sister that's married that would spend the whole summer away from Absolutely. her husband the kookiest thing i've ever seen in my life oh the like, yes the yeah. thing the thing the only thing i like is that you could tell they were all actually friends yeah yeah and yeah it felt more organic the hannah yeah. like she stands out so much especially this season as mm-hmm. She doesn't like anyone in the house. Except for Paige. Except for really? Paige. She's the only person. And she's really making it known. And I think that's where... If I, I don't know and I can't pretend to know anything of what Carl's going through or feeling. Mm-hmm. But I, I venture a guess that if one of Carl's actual friends, somebody he knows loves him, said either to him or out in the world, yeah, he does Adderall or whatever. Or if he was starting his recovery journey like in a in a real way, maybe he just says he he wants to speak his truth about his like and I can (laughs) I'm speaking for someone else, but you know what I'm going to say is like, yeah, from um, having a real also different person, but a long-term relationship with someone who not just a joke, you know, sometimes people say crackhead or like, you know, make jokes about people's like abuse of like, or liking to party, like they're a cokehead or like whatever. But having a ex um, long-term person that I, I, you know, still like from afar, I will always like care about his well-being, like um, where, I spent nights wondering if he was gonna get home because I didn't know if he was like somewhere ODing or mm-hmm. or whatnot. I can understand how when it's a real thing to you, and he also this year, you know, lost his brother to a myriad of of issues. Yeah. I could see maybe Carl being like, you know, you were with me this summer when I lost my brother, which my um, old partner also, when we were together, lost also his brother who had a substance abuse problem to an overdose. And so I think it's more, maybe it's more about like, this is my story. This is my life. And like, 
using my life and what you may be privy um, to because you've used with me or, you know, whatever. It's kind of like crappy. Yeah. And maybe Carl's anchor is like, you went on a podcast and you told my business, but maybe Hannah, like I said, in a more recreational space, like I've been known to do, you know, has a different, it's okay to have a, a recreational relationship with drugs and alcohol, but maybe it's more the principle for somebody who is starting a recovery journey and has lost a family member also to drug, alcohol, mental health issues. And maybe Carl's anger was like, don't tell my business. Let me in my recovery. Absolutely. Oh, my business. You shit disturber, manipulator. And I see you operate. And I was on your side for a long time, Hannah. Total shit disturber. Mm -hmm. Not only would I think he does not want somebody else to speak for him. Which I can can align with that. Absolutely. On top of that, it's someone who doesn't love you. It's someone who probably doesn't care about you. And she's making She was it- gossiping. She was gossiping. Right. I know and that she doesn't that deeply, shit. like, let's say, for example, it was Danielle or Lindsay who would have said it. I think Carl still, it still wasn't him being able to own his own truth and story. So I'm sure he wouldn't have liked it. But I think it is different because it would have been coming from or out of the mouth of somebody who he knows deeply loves him yeah um, I, I remember in my relationship yeah that a would aggravate me about people that was were gossiping about my then partner but also I know despite his issues he was also a, a smart enough man and he is a person with feelings and he was aggravated by the gossipy aspect of it it's like oh you're my friend but yet like when I'm not around you're gossiping with other people and it's hurtful yeah I think that's I think we're we're on to something we need to give your girl uh, uh Lindsay a little bit of time uh, time and shine now as I said I am not team Lindsay Stacy <laughs> is her like Stacy was a cheerleader in high school I bet if we were in person, Stacey would have like a dance number, a high kick for Lindsay Hubbard. Is that correct? And then a big flip for the finish. Right. Hubhouse. Hubhouse. Go team. <laughs> and I would be like, fuck. I hate this. Um, so I'm going to bring up my issues and you can counter me by all means. But uh, here's some notes. I'm going to read a few and then you off and then you can... Um, give me feedback to my, my comments. So I said the thing, uh, Lindsay seems very annoyed with Hannah, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Okay. Obviously now I made a comment. Lindsay can dish it out, but her timelines are weird too. Not as bad as Hannah's, but, and also I felt no heat with her and Stavi Stravi. Oh, not at all. It was like roommates. Yeah, and like, didn't somebody make the point in the first reunion um, episode where they're like, before you got to the house, you guys couldn't lift, like you made it like 19 days and then 
you can stand it. Why did you think that it was um, a six weeks together was going to be good? Also, Lindsay throughout the season was saying that she went off birth control and that Stavi Stravi knew it. But then in the reunion, she did say, no, I was never on birth control to begin with. So I want to make that. Um, She's so wacky. She's crazy. I was like, <laughs> also pull and pray, pull and spray. There was a big debate how you say it. Uh, Kyle really loved that one. Um, so, I mean, let's, let's focus on her. First of all, I, even though I'm not a fan of hers, Savi Stravi is another dating down situation. I don't know if she gets off on that because she has insecurities about being left, but then yeah. she gets left anyway. So it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy of sorts, right? Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. She dates down because she thinks that will help them stay. Entice them to stay, but she tries to push them away anyways to see if they will stay. And mm. nobody has thus far. No. And um, she also said to Andy that, you know, her checklist of like, wants to be married, blah, 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 kid by this. And she claims that Stavi Stravi, Steven, where do they get these stupid fucking names for people? I don't know. It has to be his last name. What What is Stravi? It has to be know. his last name. Um, But... She said that he said something along the lines of, cool, I am totally in agreement or, right? The, yeah. Was, which she showed him the was, timeline at the beginning of the relationship. If someone said, I'm in an agreement with this, I wouldn't necessarily have, uh, I don't know, where's the passion? I will say I did like how Hannah and her had a good moment where I liked both of them, where Hannah's like, yeah, I think he was playing Minecraft on the computer a lot of the times. So now here's the thing. So we, you and I are aligned. We think that Daz is for show yeah. with Stavi Stravi kind of like, I know he was on a previous season as well. Yeah. He's friends with the guys, right? He's friends with the guys because when he her. was first dating Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all hung out. They He didn't know them before. But, I mean, it was funny oh, the no. first time, that, like, the first season that they were together last year, I guess, that he was always in the office, like, everyone's partying, and he's just, like, in an office. But there, except the, the like, scenes where they'd have the camera when they'd be in bed, like, they didn't seem like in like a thing at all no and remember danielle saying like when we first met stravi steven whatever he was one guy and then this season he was a totally different guy like they used to go out they used to have fun and party and then when you see him this season he's the wet blanket i mean seriously if it's not the hair and the physical height of him I, I kind of, I do think she overreacted about the him making her dinner for the birthday. I mean, you're in a pandemic. What are you supposed, like, what are you supposed to do? But um, 
but everything else he's terrible and like I just could not believe she actually liked him was he dating her for the show and for fame and for clout as well I just I Hmm. she's a she's a PR person I mean, I would have gotten someone a little bit hotter, but like, I feel like they had like both like a understanding or, hey, you want to come be on the show again? Or I don't know. Something just doesn't add up Mm-mm. to me. So Mm-mm. that's that's one thing that I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, but like, you know, in the same way that Hannah had like makes up these things in her mind about Luke for most of the time she's been on this show. I mean, Lindsay always, whether it's like whoever she dates, the who's the first guy? Everett. My God, like someone's gonna come on to me. I mean, well, Everett nightmare. I would say they were equally shitty to each other. Now, okay, side note. Everett, because he was ex-military, right? Or whatever. Yes. Yeah. He totally voted for Donald Trump, right? I mean, do you get that vibe? Of course, yeah. of course. But they start to flashback in this season. We've never heard it before that Lindsay was in um what's the um oh yeah like r-o-t-c yes yes so it kind of it started to make more sense cracked me up like in the because remember at san mateo high school adjacent to the school there or down the street by the dmv there was the r-o-t-c like and there's the tank yes Sorry, guys. San Mateo humor there. But uh, <laughs> I mean, just seeing those pictures of her like in the bear, like, yeah. That but was it made funny. so much sense. I mean, she's such a fucking. So I wonder if she voted for Donald Trump. I mean, she's proud to be an American where at least she knows she's hmm. free. <laughs> we'll just have to keep wondering about that, I suppose. But um. You know, it's just, so there was that guy and they were kind of absolutely insane. And then her and Carl, I forget they were like a thing. They were an, I mean, Carl, talk about like not being able to be honest. Like he didn't like her, like her that much. And they're like, in a way, I'm going to give Lindsay this. She's, he's lucky she wants to be friends with him. Because if a guy did that to me, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Lindsay is crazy, but yeah. but also sees the truth to like surface. Well, and deep down. Wait, she, wait, wait. She sees the truth. I just feel like she sees mm. people for who they are and what they're even herself. Like she. You are so in love with her. (laughs) I would say the 180 opposite. I think she's totally wildly delusional. Carl wasn't trying to hide it that much, Stacey. Carl straight up was like, but then he was like, she's like, then they're drunk. And then she's like offering a hookup. And he's like, all right. Like, you know, like, I still remember a scene when they're dating 
I'm going to say that loosely. And they're like on a date, like on a roof, I think in the city. Yeah, her no. apartment rooftop. He just like the whole like confessional. He's like, oh, I don't want to date. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do but this. But that's in confessional to her face. He's like, I want to try and make this. Or See, it's Carl repeating. He always does this. He, he did it with the work is. He does not go one day without pursuing a woman. Like the minute something finishes with a woman or in his mind it finishes, the next day he's not just dating. He's like finds a woman and pursuing her, even if he doesn't want to be like, it's just he doesn't know how to be single or not after a lady. I feel like we know a lot of people or we used to know a lot of people like that. Oh, say more. I mean, like serial daters. Yeah, like, and everyone's the one, you know, like. mm. Are you the one? I feel, I just, I never get it with people like that. Um, I know you and I have talked about this offline, but we both listened to uh, Lars from sexy unique pods um offshoot pod about summer house and yes, thank you for introducing me to her no problem but like uh there was one uh she has like roving like revolving sorry uh co-host and one was like an empath like a real like energy worker which i'm into that hippy dippy shit so i loved it and he said as we've discussed offline um one of the best things like he helped change my um view on kyle i just thought kyle was the biggest dipshit on earth but he the energy worker was like kyle has the most pure spirit and energy and he is chaotic good and he just truly wants people to be happy and have a good time. And it's the only person in that house that genuinely has people's best intentions at heart. And I like something about this person who I felt their energy was a a smart energy. And I wanted to listen to their perspective from that point on, not a hundred percent 180, but like, I felt kind of different about, and especially seeing him with Carl as things, you know, Carl's personal life, like he really does love Carl and he loves his friends and he, and the energy worker was like, he really did try, he's trying really hard to be a better man for Amanda. And I was like, holy crap, I think maybe that's, right yeah and that is so but but there was a moment in the reunion that maybe it's amanda's age gives me pause when they were talking about kyle's partying right and and amanda like you know andy asked her about that um, because people are like, you know, Hannah feels strongly that he was super aggressive this summer. And, you know, he did have that that episode where he was so mad. It was like, this is my weekend. Like, I want to, whatever. 
And then Amanda made a comment. Um, so I made a comment in my notes. Does Amanda not see Kyle as a drinking problem adjacent issue? Possibly question mark. And then in quotations, this is what Amanda said. I love that about him. When I met him, like that he likes to drink and have a good time. People enjoy that energy about him. A, that says a lot about Amanda and maybe her maturity. Would you, do you see where I'm going with that? Yeah, of course. Um, Kyle, there's a particular weekend in summer that's always his family reunion. So it always gets on the show. Mm -hmm. And so seeing Kyle's um, parents and his grandparents and like, they're wacky. Older. They're very New Hampshire. I, as somebody who's spent time in New Hampshire, I think it's, it's funny that he's from New Hampshire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there. Yeah. His, it doesn't matter what generation of family members, mm -hmm. they all love to drink and have a good time. They like to so think, send it. <laughs> send it. Send it. Kyle, Kyle comes from the family of New Hampshire. Send it. So yeah, Granny is very pro send it. Totally. You're right. <laughs> Granny, uncles, parents. Mom. So I think just like putting that in context for Kyle, I think that's where he sees his like his family is full of love and this is how they spend time together. And that's why when he gets to the house, it's like we need to drink, we need to love each other and we need to party together and just have good times like no yelling at each other no drama no fuckery i think that's how he's thinking he it. It, it it like the purity of it is like the the like the energy worker said like he really just wants to be with his people and curate almost like this this just great like we love. work hard let's love and yeah. eat yeah i mean his snacking in the middle of the night does crack me. Dude. I will and say. the body mm. stays on point. And he's just drunk eating a whole bag of chips every fucking night. Yeah. He is definitely yeah. on that snortles. But allegedly, I, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But I do have a concern. I mean, and it's not our problem, but like Amanda's young and impressionable. And like, yeah. I think again, kind of like we were talking about like Luke, like I wonder I mean, I think they're getting married next month, like in real life. Like, yeah. I do wonder, like, it'll be interesting to see their um, next couple of years. If they do have a child, obviously that's going to change things and maybe Kyle will kind of get it together. But like, I'm, I just have my intuition is that they're going to either have a really hard time um when they get married, where it's gonna be like, uh, Kyle, like you knew what I was like, there's gonna be a lot of those conversations of, oh my God, which just seemed, it, it's, it's old enough maybe, but it's, she's still very young minded, although she's like a hustler, like she's a graphic designer and you know. She is, but yeah, that, there's, but there's, there's a, a young or an immature, a the little way, bit of a vibe the, to her. The way she's like doe-eyed at him just concerns me. Just in general with like relationships, like I think that in partnership. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kyle. Okay, so Kyle's almost forty and Amanda's almost thirty. You want to admire your partner by all means, 
but you don't want it to be like this, like, she like looks to him, like he's her North star. Yes. He loves, I've come to believe that he loves her and, you know, but when shit gets real in their life, it will be interesting. I just, I hope for the, the best them but I just wonder if either Kyle's never going to be able to like stop the New Hampshire like because his model of this is what you do and then she might be like I thought we were going to grow up together and it might not correlate but you know time will tell on that but I will say um, and this is going to be one of my last statements and we should probably start to wrap up but Amanda, I haven't necessarily come around on you, but I will say for the first episode of the reunion, Amanda's, not even her words, but her body contortions, like reacting, especially to Hannah. To Hannah, yeah. Was some of my most like favorite things. Your favorite work. Do you know what I'm talking about? The like, she's like literally like, and she brought her sleeves into it. She's using oh, all her props. The, athle- the athleisure wear. Like, she's using the, everything the, she's got. No, but she's like, she's like, are you? But sincerely, Hannah was just like, are you listening to yourself? Oh, and she had that one strong verbal moment where she's like, no, Hannah, you did not verbally verbatim say you should leave Kyle no you did not say those words no Hannah but like the the look with her nose and everything was like the Tula was like letting you know but you said it without saying it and she has I mean she had it but I mean was your I mean your your relationship has been chaotic I mean how many times did he cheat on her just that we know of like I think at least three, two or three, which is, is she really blindly doe eyed, like admire, yeah, like yeah. just like North Star, like protect me, lead me. She left her job to go all in on, yeah, on that. What is the, but I think, what is the company's name again? Loverboy. Cowboy. Oh, right. Cowboy. Loverboy. <laughs> um, I think she's from, kind of an old school New York Italian family and I think ever since she was young is like her family likes to have fun too she likes to party but she also all she wants to ever do is be married and be a mom and cook very Italian yeah that's that's her like that's it and I think Kyle has like you said he really does love her He's and grown he, to really like what love means to Kyle. He has learned to, I do yeah. believe he, he, he's given up the hose for her. Like they're connected, but. He's left his hoe in ways. I think, you know, 29. if they continue, I know. If they continue to evolve, they'll be okay. If they, if either one of them falls into a rut. No, no. Because they're fight like they're, especially since they're drinking so much, or at least we see them drinking so much, they could be totally different when they're not filming. We don't know. But um, 
but like I just like they have a very poor communication style it takes the blow up for them to have effective like makeup communication Lauren and her baby talk to him I I like when she goes like puts her hair hair out first of all girl like and I'm not saying this on a patriarchal thing but in the same way I don't want someone to to put their hand in my like in like to oh my gosh like if Mike were to do that to me I would have a big problem with that because that also conversely it's not a man woman thing it's just a respect thing you don't shush like and also like I'm an adult I'm a 40 almost 41 year old woman don't tell me how to like feel about something I can fight my own battles I don't need you to agree with me back me up if you do great but like we're gonna like talk like real and like don't like yeah the baby but vo- i mean i've never babied voiced anybody i can't even go up that octave but like you know <laughs> but you get but you know what i mean about communication like it yeah. shouldn't be like blow up and then like hey so like i'm sorry about me being a complete raging asshole or a bit, you know, it should be, it should be like, we're, we're having an issue. Let's step back for a second and sit down and like privately like communicate or, but no, like grabbing at some, like both ways. He shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't get in her shit with women. It goes both ways. Like it's not, it's not, but like, she's always kind of like pulling at him and getting in like, like when the boys were fighting this summer, like, no. No. Okay. We are close. It, you know, tonight is the Real Housewives of Dallas um, reunion, number one. And I've recorded um, Roni. I want to see if Leah has a great season. So to end this, to put a punctuation on our summer house, give us kind of like, give us your like bullet points. Like what, what do you think we're going to see like going into the, I want, is there only one other reunion episode for this one? I was Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, kind of like, give us your like, your elevator pitch on what was good about the season, what was bad, and go. And what you're looking for in the next um, reunion episode, maybe. Well, what was bad is Hannah. Hannah, your manipulation is not even fun to watch. You're not even a fun, bad character. Yeah, it's so put on. Yeah. We need to say goodbye to Hannah. Um, you think that you would you like a recast or next just a, or just a, a, a subtraction I so think Hannah go get married to Des or yeah. go go be full-time for the chat room or whatever and be gone with you be gone with you for good I think she's I'm done yeah I'm um, done too 
I'm looking forward to Lindsay dating because there's going to be some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, Not pre or post COVID. Post COVID, yes. Yeah. Um, Carl dating too is always a. Not just a storyline. I mean, it's genuine for him. Well, he's in the winter house, no? He is in the winter house. I think so. And Ciara and Austin, I hear there might be. Paige is there too. And Craig. Craigie. Mm. I know. I know. Dude, I would like Paige to have a threesome with Carl and Craig. Oh my gosh. It's so preppy. It's so white. It is so white. Okay. A foursome. Ciara, you can get in on that. Oh my gosh. Ciara and Ciara and anyone. Uh, maybe not Austin though. Austin is I a hear fucking... she might have a thing with Austin. Which For real? I, I hope not. Like, girls, stop. Don't go check. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I mean, Austin you is not like, Austin. you know, when you get sick to your stomach, you have food poisoning, and for the next like three or four days, you really should only eat like plain toast and maybe some rice and soda crackers. Casey, my is- appendix exploded and I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> that was months of my life. Yes. Okay. Uh, you were eating Austin. He is so bland. He is so He's dumb. So bland. He's so nothing and tries to make something. Austin, ah! Austin was my um my go-to um post uh appendicite, you know, appendix um like this was my treat and this is all I wanted to eat for a while was mashed potatoes with a little bit of like turkey gravy and scrambled eggs. That is Austin. I ate that every day, maybe two times a day for for like Mike made that for like months for me. So, so my post appendix treat, meal like oh my god what do you want i'll make you anything i want scrambled eggs mashed potatoes and a little bit of turkey gravy and it the portion was like that that's all i could handle austin you suck that's why no one wants to stay with you i'm really really surprised ciara might be going there I really want to see. I hear it's starting soon, the winter house thing. Hmm. Probably once summer hmm. house. So at least we'll we'll know soon enough. Interesting. Well, especially after Southern Charm gave us so much this past I, season. I, mean, I feel like winter, though, it's so cold. You have to be so bundled up. I mean, I need to see some skin. Is it going to do gonna it for hot, us? They're going to have a hot tub. All there's right, going to be right. some there's going to be some blow jobs in a hot tub that's what okay. i think okay um, um yes and what what further what is your i i thought? urge you i urge you to try and see the queen of all hubs um as oh. let me not a truth teller but when she reads someone 
it's very spot on or when she reads a situation or when she mm -hmm. sticks up for someone it's very spot on she is a nutcase she's a loyal a friend she's a loyal friend i can i can give her that respect i think her reads are spot on yeah um definitely she's she's not scared to to fucking say it go for the jugular so i do i do respect her for that i think my my like farewell to the season of summer houses hannah should leave definitely it's just too toxic and i just think deuces i get a sense that she thinks she's like the bethany frankel of this franchise and yeah. that she doesn't need it that she's like eclipsed it but I don't know Hannah because I just watched over the weekend um Bethany's new HBO Max show oh, and it is, did? it is awful awful oh my gosh like, Jay was asking me the other night he goes first of all are you gonna watch it second of all do you think any of your friends are going to watch it? And if so, I watched it, I watched it on oh, Saturday. There was only gosh. two episodes at the time. It's like a bad mix of like Diddy. Um, do you want to work for Diddy? Not the, not the making the band, but do you remember the show? Do you want to work for Diddy Of course. and the apprentice? And she, in typical Bethany fashion, she just over talks everybody and like yeah. everything's like, so do you want to meet them? Just like, I like your hustle, but and I'm just like, but now she can swear openly. Mm. So, I mean, Hannah, you got to go. Yeah. I don't think she's going to marry Des. I also, here's another recast. I think we've, we've, we've come to the end of the road with Luke. Yeah. Unless he gives us something in Winter House that is just amazing. I, I, I'm, the, the hotness is worn off. Yes. The woodworking isn't a real thing. Like, <laughs> there's no dimension. I, I'm just disinterested at this point. So but I Carl think and Kyle do need a, a dude friend, like a, home, a third homeboy to, to kick it with. So do they not need do not bring back that guy that I swear was gay. Jordan. Yeah, I don't want it. No. Keep it. Keep Jordan it. was, Jordan thought he was mysterious and playing coy, but really no, he was he a was, liar. He was a He was a straight up liar. liar. Yeah. I yeah. think he thought he was being mysterious though. Um, I'm interested to see Paige with not, to use her favorite word, toxic Hannah around. I think that part of Switzerland this season is really Paige not wanting to admit she no longer wants to be friends with Hannah. Yeah, that's what I really get absolutely. The sense. And then like she wants it to like kind of she wants Hannah to be with Des and maybe probably leave the show and kind of like them just like amicably like lose contact a little bit or maybe Hannah decide she's done with. Paige, like Paige hasn't been as good of a friend as she needed or whatever. I mean, like Hannah says about everyone. Right. But I get the sense that that's really what she meant by like, listen, I used to give my unadulterated, like real, like good friend opinion. And I'm not doing that anymore. I think when you do that to people that are supposedly your best friend, that means you've checked out of the relationship so I think we're on the same page there like 
And Paige, I think she can be interesting. We've seen her be fun in the earlier seasons of her on Summer House. So I'm interested to see her and her and Ciara and Lindsay on Winter House. <laughs> All right, just try, All just right. look. Okay, you got Let her into my heart. No. You got to take the good, you take the bad. No. Okay. You take I, it all, and there we have the hubs of life. Like I said, maybe Winter House is going to take me to a different journey with Lindsay, and I'm looking forward to it. And I definitely think like that will be our next like one-on-one journey. Is like, let's watch Winter House. Let's commit to it, and then we will give people pods on that. Do- do we have any other summer house or winter house heads in our in our orbit? Well, when I posted that we were going to do it, I got some DMs, but I haven't read them yet. So I will hmm. read them and get back to you. But hmm. I just want a game from everybody. And I only trust you. So we'll oh, see. Shit, I do my homework. <laughs> I love it. Stacey, thank you as always for coming on. I know it's been a long day for you. Um, next time, let's do it in person. And <gasps> let's hope Gabe is on a delicious mushroom journey as we speak, our, our usual compatriot. And I will talk to you on the text messaging and have a good evening and say bit adieu to your husband for me. I, I will sure will. Do the and same to mine. Same to yours. My my other favorite half of the podcast hosting duo love you very much and have a love splendid you. rest of your evening you as well my love bye bye bye, <laughs> bye.